0: Ooh, I can't wait to talk about these fuck niggas. We don't pull tired. We don't pull tired. We need this way. Episode number. Well, ain't I a woman? Podcast, y'all. We're gonna get into the politics of infidelity. I don't know if they' ready. I think that this is probably gonna be one of those episodes where it's gonna be highly contentious. We're gonna have a lot of people landing a lot of different ways on this. I'm definitely gonna insult the polyamorous people. I'm sorry in advance. I thought a poly
1: gang, 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 gang. Okay,
0: don't get me wrong. I love me a polyamorous.
1: That didn't sound
0: like love. But okay, we'll get into it. I do, but I'm gonna have to comfort him. But anyway, can we into the Dusties of the day? The Dusties for today are NBA YoungBoy and Peter Guns. The reason why I chose these two men to be the Dusties of the day is because I heard that NBA YoungBoy is expecting baby number nine. Number what? Number nine.
1: Can't be.
0: I swear for God. And how old is he? That is a great question. I don't know. I'm looking it up. You NBA know, I was already thinking it. Let's, let me tell
1: you how young he is. NBA Youngboy is 22. So he had his first child. Like, at almost 23. His birthday is in October 20th.
0: NBA Youngboy is on baby number nine. He has proposed to this baby mother given her a, a fat ring he's you know very much doing the nick cannon thing you know impregnating multiple women and having multiple kids hence why somebody like peter guns is also on the list peter guns has 10 kids oh um and he oh, is wow. well known Out to love and hip hop he's well known for his infidelity so in the article here he says he was married to amina and while he was married to amina he was also in a relationship with a woman named tara wallace um,
1: he was with before he was married to amina yeah i um, think he had cheated two kids. on her with amina. amina he had two kids with tara cheated on her with amina then married amina had two kids with amina and then mm-hmm. had another baby with tara while married to him and then
0: also on the list would be chief Keith, who has nine kids he had his first child at 16 years old and you know Master P got nine kids. Nick Cannon got nine. Nick, don't, well, wait a minute. Cause my daddy got seven kids. Some of these men with all these kids had them with one woman.
1: Mm-mm. That's not none, what's, none, none of them had them with one. woman. That's not what's oh, happening. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. I'm going to go on mute. DMX has 15 children with nine women. Shorty Lowe has 11 children with 10 women. Peter Guns has ten kids with. Let's see where they list his number of. Women. It only lists two of five. I'm
0: noticing just polyamory. Oh. This might just be Peter some Guns polyamory. Has
1: five baby mom.
0: This is not what that is. Chief I know. Keith has the nine children. Women are telling
1: us this is not what that is. They did not oh. consent to this. Chief oh. Keith has nine children with four women master p has nine children but actually he might well, do wait have a minute him. He have all if you hold on if you the six baby
0: mama you ain't consent because he on, already didn't this so, on, to the first I just get numbers so
1: now, master p has nine children with how many women it seems like master p I has think It's
0: with the one he's i think he's had but if you did this if you the six woman he done did this to how you gonna claim
1: ignorance the dream has eight children with how many women how many women at least three we know of nivia christina Milian, and another one so at least three they betty seven Wab has, one. betty wap has seven children with we don't know how many kids moms. this is horrible it looks like at least
0: three. But what's horrible about it is it the infidelity is it the sheer number of children is it the sheer number of women what about it is the point of contention exactly? Well, I think for me, the thing about it is that they are having all of these children knowing that they are not going to be able to really provide for these kids the way that they need to be provided for. It's more so like
1: I want to spread my seed. Be to me, can I ask? What type of provision? Because people will say, well, these men are wealthy. So like when you say provision, what do you mean?
0: Yeah. So like this is the thing, right? Like these kids are going to grow up in situations where they're going to see their parents' business in the blogs, all over the news. They're going to have to answer for things that their parents are doing while they're just trying to grow up and be children. Not to mention the fact that like when you're in a situation where you have eight other siblings, who might not all be living under the same roof who might not all have the same mother the types of contentious relationships that can happen one of my favorite examples is two-faced <laughs> two-faced has hella kids with hell different... yes who the fuck is that? oh my god Demi! i swear for god you're really not nigerian okay <laughs> that's <clears throat> a rap, gonna...
1: that's a nigerian artist yes we're gonna what's move... the song he sings i sound like my mom what song does he sing
0: so his most popular mainstream song would be African Queen. It was in Fat Girls.
1: Girl, you're my African Queen. Yes, that one. Okay. Yes. Two Faced is a
0: notorious <laughs> cheater. It's just one of it's one of those things where once again, these men just kind of like want to spread their seed and they don't care about what happens when the news would hit. The media. The thing with Two Face was that there was this false allegation. You know, it's not true that he impregnated somebody, but it was a simple fact that somebody could even come out with a story like that and people could think it true because it's been true the last four Mm -hmm. or five times. I think there's a type of carelessness, and I still don't think that men get the same type of heat for cheating and having extramarital affairs that women get. The other thing that really like grinds my gears about it and why I find it so egregious. Because if it was like a woman that had 10 different children by eight different men, we would not hear the end of it. That's all I would say.
1: I mean, my main critique is actually like, I just don't think you can parent that many children across that many homes. Exactly. And I think because men often get to be shit fathers, right? It's kind of like the Nick Cannon syndrome, right? Where people will say, oh, but because I don't know how many, I think Nick Cannon's is on like baby mom number five, I think. But people will say, oh, he has the money to take care of them. But why would we never allow a woman to have that many kids across that many different households. It's because fundamentally we understand that you can't do that in mother being very gender specific. You can't do that in mother because mothers are really expected to do the sheer bulk of the child rearing work. And so men get to flow in and out and provide financially and that be the beginning and end of parenting. And I, I don't know, I just think it's really shitty. Peter Guns, at his big ass age, he really should stop having all these goddamn children. Peter Guns has like seven, seven, I think, or something like that how do you parent children? I mean, some of these children live in different states. Even if you're in New York, they're in different boroughs. What does it mean to to be a parent in seven or eight different households when you're only one person? I think it's careless. I think it's shitty. It demonstrates that you like are not super thoughtful about parenting. If you think it's something you can just show up, give some money, buy some diapers and some shoes and do a couple play dates. If you think that's the bulk of parenting that to me, it demonstrates the little care that your kids are getting from you as an actual father because you think what you're doing, like a lot of these men really think they're good fathers. You they talk want to them, them. and they, they really think that they're good fathers. And it's like, you don't even understand what parenting is. If you think you can just show up once every two weeks and take all your kids out to, uh, you know, to get ice cream or some shit and buy them all new school shoes and like, yeah, I did a good thing. I'm a good dad. Like, nah, that's, that's not how it works. So that's my issue with this. It. Not even the infidelity. It's just like, I'm fair to the kid. Well, I feel like the infidelity thing, I think, is part of right because
0: you're you're now putting children in a situation where they're watching their parent, right, their father, their guardian make all these promises to their primary caregiver and continue to break them. When those moments where they're not there and they're away and they're doing other, and it's usually the mother who's taking care of these children. The children are there when mom is crying, when she's frustrated, when she's tired. I feel like the infidelity does become like a huge part of the problem then because it's like, A, what kind of example are you setting for your children? And B, what kind of environment are you like fostering for Mm. your children at home? When I watch these reality shows, all I'm watching is these women literally complain about how, yes, you have money, but you're never there. Like you're never around for your children. You're always running off doing this, this, that, and the third. And because the kids are always on their phone these days, I'm getting information from them about, oh, mommy, look, daddy's in the blogs, daddy's in the news doing X, Y, Mm. and Z, blah, 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 blah. I feel like it's, it's really horrible. And it really is like super selfish for one. And for two, it's beyond fucked up. How inconsiderate you have all these children, but you're not actually interested or invested in the development of their personhood. You're not invested in their longevity. It's just, oh, I'm a dad, I have kids. It's another trophy for men to wear.
1: Well, kind of keeping in line with that, I think it's actually a great, segue or lead into what we want to talk about today which is not just what happens when men you know these the dusties of the day we had all these goddamn kids how oftentimes these kids are a byproduct of infidelity and we want to get into the politics of infidelity on today's episode and so Asia was the one that really, really wanted to have this conversation. She said she's gonna fight me today she about argue with sending. She do. She wanna tussle about infidelity and my thoughts about infidelity. And I actually didn't know we had this many differences. I'm not <laughs> sure that we do. So I'm interested to kind of hear this out. And so the primary question we're gonna start with is Is cheating a deal breaker in a relationship? Is infidelity
0: When I first became aware of your position (laughs) on this topic, I knew that we were going to have to do a whole episode around it. I knew because...
1: (laughs) What's my position, Asia? What do you think my position is? Well, I'm getting getting into it. She said, Um, I'm getting to that. So we were having Mm -hmm. a conversation
0: about different circumstances Mm -hmm. in which cheating would not be a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. And it was you who decided to make it clear that there are circumstances in which cheating is absolutely not a deal breaker.
1: One when- misrepresentation of my position. I actually do think it is. How is that a misrepresentation? So my position is that there are circumstances in which cheating can be a deal breaker. So the way you phrase it is there are situations in which cheating is absolutely not a deal breaker. That's not my position at all. Cheating can be a deal breaker. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be. There's like a slight difference there. You're saying there are situations where cheating is fine. It's not going to break the deal. And I'm saying, no, you can always say this is a deal breaker. But I do understand that there are circumstances in which people might want to assess.
0: I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about you. And you got very specific. You said if I'm married, if he comes to me on my 25th. wedding anniversary and says baby two years ago the new girl at the office with the apple booty i got an apple booty too apple bottom booty go ahead baby i had to go ahead and do that <laughs> i had to work that like a full-time job i love you i want to be with you and it happened so much spice let's on move it.
1: on and i said demi said i'm not I didn't. So Asia, I actually really is. Asia is dragging it. it. I literally, what I actually said verbatim was, I think that that is the start of a conversation, and that conversation might end in you leaving. Y'all see how Asia like made it a point to misrepresent (laughs) my my statement? I verbatim, and verbatim means literally. I was not there for this conversation. I verbatim said, "Let me give you the scenario, right?" Because we were talking about it's cheating a deal breaker, and I was like, "Well, you know, let's think about it, right." let's say you were married for 25 years and your husband said, you know, two years ago when we were going through a rough period, I cheated on you. Not, I I saw Apple bottom and I fell into that numerous times. Like I cheated (laughs) on you, made a mistake. Some people were like, oh, I'm out. I'm out. And I said, I don't know that it's an automatic out. I think for me, it's a conversation. And at the end of the conversation, I'll make a decision, which might be I'm out. That's what I said. I just thought it was ridiculous for people to be like, I am so out. It's anybody like anybody leaving without talking to their spouse of twenty plus years. But my point packing. is, people should just say that. People have these positions where they'll be like, "I'm leaving," and it's like, "No." What Lord is boy, wild no, about gonna I'm talk, leaving? You going to talk you, first, and you're going to figure out what happened here. Was listen, this an affair? Was this a one time? You, and this is the politics of infidelity. Listen, if you mm-hmm. announce,
0: "I'm not leaving," I'm gonna stick by my man. You were in an open that. relationship. Asia, you are Asia. in an open relationship. No, because you've just made it clear <laughs> that you're not going nowhere. That's you what mean, I heard about to That's what Jimmy
1: said. said. want to argue. I don't think that's Asia what Jimmy want someone to say that so she can argue She's with all them all about ar- it, but that's yeah, I don't think what I'm that's saying. What Jimmy said. Jimmy didn't say that. Jimmy, what did you hear? Tell me what you heard. What I
0: heard Jimmy say was that a very specific scenario of like, you're, that this is something that your partner did maybe a while ago and they've now told you and you get to have a conversation with them. You might already make up your mind and be like, you know, oh no, I'm definitely not fucking with you, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to want answers. You're not going to ask questions. You're not going to like trying to figure out dates and specific stuff. Oh, so when you told me that you was doing this, you was really going to go do that next. That's what I heard Zimmy say. I don't think that, you know, Zimmy would be the my man, my man, my man, my man. Like, not on no Rashida and Kirk shit. Listen. No, ma'am. Nobody is walking away from a relationship of 20 plus years without some manner of conversation. You got to divvy a property. You got to negotiate who leaving the house, who staying. It's not a conversation I'm talking
1: about. I'm talking about the conversation of, is this salvageable?
0: And if you put it out there that Mm -hmm. there is the potential for salvageability after somebody who has been committed to you for 20 plus years, got some outside ass, you are in an open relationship. It's got to be equivocal, period. That's a leap in a reach, Asia.
1: Uh,
0: Irrevocably, no.
1: Asia, we always talk about how words mean things. That is not what an open
0: relationship is. an open That's relationship. An open relationship.
1: Not... You have just
0: I told think... everybody that, yes, my partner can get some outside ass and I might feel a way. I might feel some manner of way, but
1: I'm not, le- I'm going to stand by my man. Let me read a definition. An open relationship is an intimate relationship that is sexually non-monogamous in which both partners agree that uh. each other may have sexual relations <laughs> with others. And every I definition fits what I just
0: described. It's, it does. It's, well, I'm it's literally like not. You not <laughs> going. it's non-monogamy and you're not going nowhere. That's mm-hmm. an open relationship. Well, I feel like I think that there's definitely situations where if you say and you let people know and you let your partner know, like it doesn't matter what happens. I'm not going nowhere. I think that there's situations where people can definitely abuse that. That's like open relationship. I think, because that's that's very much Rashida and Kirk. Like, Kirk knows all he got to do after he get done cheating, after he got another baby on her is put the sad face on. Baby, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to embarrass you. Like, I don't even I made really know mistake. what happened. I made a mistake, but this is it's still us. So I think that Asia's like point in that regard, and I don't think Zimmy disagrees. I think Zimmy actually agrees with you. Like, yeah, that's people. But know. Zimmy's still saying this whole. Now, I'm not saying I would stay, but I'm just saying we would need to talk first. That's that same kind of loosey goosey type stuff. Nah, you gotta no, be firm. Nah, I... that's
1: adulting, right? Because nah. You, you got to be aeropo- firm. AirPods you got to be,
0: if you cheat, I'm done. It is a no.
1: no. So Asia's basically saying, 20, even if technically 20. I might not be done if you cheat, I got to say it with my whole chest, just so you with know. With your whole chest. You got to so hold you know. the line. I ain't really going to leave, but I said I was going to leave.
0: If you don't hold the, the line,
1: who will? Not the cheater. The cheater I is holding my, my damn position- line i think my position is the more honest one which is there. actually genuinely there's a huge probability i would be right but that's why we're gonna have the conversation about it because there are some things that i i need to know like i need to understand was this a one-time mistake or was this a months-long affair in which First you were... First of all...
0: Hold on, I mean, let me just finish.
1: two years after the fact. Hold on, hold on. Two years after the fact. We we can change it to three months after the fact, right? There's still questions. What okay. was this? Was this a mistake? Going off go what ahead.
0: you said, this is the scenario you divide.
1: Asia wants to misrepresent my position in peace. I, no. I didn't misrepresent
0: go a goddamn
1: thing. Are you done? Can I go? That yeah. point is, oh. this is your scenario. <laughs> she gonna pause in the minute I start talking. Well, I said, <laughs> I can't stand <laughs> Okay, but in all seriousness though, it could be that you make a mistake and I'm like, yeah, but this mistake was too big. So it could be we have a conversation and I get the sense that it was it was a one-time mistake. And that one-time mistake may still be too much for me. It can be something that's not salvageable. It could also be that maybe it is something that's salvageable. We could also have a conversation and I discovered that this was a month long affair in which you lied and lied and lied and lied and covered up and covered up. And so now this is beyond you cheated. This is you're also someone who's willing to go to the extremes of like deceit. There's so many things that we got to unpack and then I'll make a decision. And to be quite honest, the decision really might be that I exit stage left. But I think my only point in the conversation was that I think it's disingenuous when people do the like, uh-uh, I'm leaving. It's like maybe because we actually know what the numbers look like. We know the numbers <laughs> suggest that men and women don't go. No- men, too, because people think it's just men who, who be cheating and women be staying. men get cheated on and they stay their ass right up under that in that house, mad for a couple months and then they go back to their lives. Like, so just have a more honest conversation about what you're going to do. You're going to sit. You're going to assess the situation. And decide given like the facts of how long y'all been together. What's the connection? Do you really still like this person or even love them? Do you have a family? Do you have kids? You weigh all those things and then you make a decision. That's just the honest truth of how people make these decisions. I think we put too much pressure on people to perform the fuck you I'm leaving thing. It's like girl you might or a guy. You might not be going nowhere. You might be sitting right there. <laughs> the only thing I wanted to say was that I think like the thing that I really don't
0: like is the women, the people, I should say, who go on this whole thing like they're going to break up with this person and they're going to stay broken up with this person, but they just end up coming right back, mm-hmm. which is why I have a lot of respect for Rashida because at least she stayed quiet. And I know she's staying quiet because she knows she going right back to that main at the end of the day anyways
1: you've oh. seen that episode of braxton family values where mama evelyn the braxton sister's mom was like stop asking that man about cheating if you don't plan on leaving if you gonna stay right there let that man cheat in peace and i oh, said right. my god my god
0: that's honestly that's so <laughs> i mean too. Let him, if, you if you ain't you gonna, gonna do that about it what's
1: the point like what's the point You might as well just let him do what he's going to do. I don't mean a man who cheated. I'm talking about like this man, he on his second, third affair and you still slashing tires and shit. Girl, you's going to stay. Oh, like, stop all the kerfuffle. Oh, wait, we didn't answer the question. Everyone didn't answer. Is cheating a deal breaker? For me,
0: if we're in like a monogamous relationship, absolutely.
1: For me, if we are not married, absolutely. If we're married, but don't have children, absolutely. (laughs) We're married with children, probably. If we're married for a long time with children and I still like you, I'm willing to have a conversation.
0: If, if I I've accurate. been with somebody for a longer time, it would absolutely be a deal breaker. Like then I'm
1: definitely not. Because
0: it's why all these qualifications? Why if I like if I had kids?
1: Would you why because it's real life, right? And like me getting cheated on by my boyfriend of two years is really not the same thing as being cheated on by your husband of 15 years when y'all three kids in. It's worse. That's what I'm saying. It's worse. worse. (laughs) Yeah, it's worse. But they're also like a different set of circumstances you have to consider. And I say all that as someone who 15 years with two, three kids in, I have the financial means to say, I'm out. And the the decision might still be, I'm out. Right? It probably will still be, I'm out. But I'm not going to sit up here and be disingenuous and be like, Cause people be lying. See again, this is this goes back to the thing about why do we put the pressure on people to perform this mass exit that they're not gonna perform. Let people figure out they shit about whether or not they want to stay or leave in peace. But I'm not performing this. This is legit how I feel, Asia. I don't if, believe that.
0: I'm telling you, this is legit how I feel right now. I'm telling you, this is not a performance. But what
1: about your toxic eggs?
0: So he and I are not together oh uh, but asia you are still engaging in sexual relations Come on, with that that's
1: what i be talking about What's up? Oh.
0: No asia don't never oh, have asia. to leave because
1: they was never together that's what asia, she's giving us no. well, you know, we don't go we're together. together
0: and we're no longer together but you're still fucking with him like that we have sex. What do you mean? Yeah. Asia, like, how y'all can have, you have sex, sex and with an emotional on connection.
1: You. <laughs> y'all have a deeply emotional connection. Y'all go on dates. We can keep this in the episode, by the way. I'm not ashamed. So, Angel, <laughs> y'all go on dates.
0: Y'all are still. We're intimate. going out tomorrow. Yes. let I me mean, let's just move on. Because
1: this is why listen, I do not listen. talk to Asia
0: about her toxic problem.
1: But, but you see what I'm talking about about how we pressure people to perform, and then Asia gotta performing. say we. Asia gotta say we ain't together. Listen. But that's how me and how me how me and me and they get together. my I, man. Mean, I my just man. told you about real all real the other dates. Hold on. <laughs> I've been going on other
0: dates. I've been seeing other people, been connecting with other people. He is not my man. He not and, uh, we are also women. It doesn't mean anything that you're dating and connecting with other people. Oh my god. Connecting. Girl bye. <laughs> What the I fuck? <laughs> seen, I, All that me I have a rotation, right but I'm still fucking
1: with this nigga because I like it. Yes. But that is so me and I- can I tell you why Asia's cap? Me and my ex were also, once Once we broke up the first time, we never were officially back together. But when he did some fuckery, I still had to go. So y'all see all the heat Asia was giving me? Asia was giving me mad heat. She's still with her ex. They still the I'm not gang. with him. We y'all are going on a date
0: tomorrow. Asia. It's not a date. What, what is, is it, it then? We're going to go have a good time. Where? So it's not a relationship. It's not a date. Where where are y'all going? Huh? I can't hear you. Where are y'all going? Why does that even matter? Where are y'all going? Are you going to a restaurant? No. You know they are. Are you going skating? You know they are. Maybe something like that.
1: Something that sounds like a date. It's not a date. If it looks like a date, quacks (laughs) like a date, walks like a date. It's a date. If it looks like a man. And you know what's probably going to happen?
0: They're going to go have a great time. He's going to woo her. They're going to have drinks. They're going to go back to Asia's spot. The dogs are going to be barking, acting all wild, and he's going to be piping her down. And then mm-hmm. Asia's going to text us in the morning. Oh my gosh, y'all. Guess what just happened to me yesterday?
1: I hung out with my toxic ex again. He's been her ex toxic for, for like 10, like 10 years. <laughs> what? See, to I me, mean, has he ever actually been her ex the whole time? Her ended it's been,
0: he's been the most consistent thing, this, like the most that's consistent. That's her man.
1: They go together real bad. I keep telling no, them how they, they go together real bad. We do not. This please. is
0: why I keep warning the ladies. Y'all gotta stay away from these Nigerian men. Ruin your life. I'm not playing with y'all. Like, y'all gotta stay away from them. So, now that. now that
1: we've established that Asia would, in fact, stay if she was cheated on. I have not stayed. I'm not with him. (laughs) Let's talk about our experiences with infidelity. So we, let's talk about it. What are, what are either being the person who's been unfaithful or been the person who's been on the receiving end of an unfaithful partner? Who wants to start? I cannot
0: relate. So which part? So either. But that's just because I've never been in a committed monogamous relationship. But I've seen it happen to other people and it really sucks. I see the violation, the hurts, the betrayal. Some people feel tricked to some degrees. I really thought you have my back and you was really feeling me and this, this, that, and the thing. Like watching my friends and family members go through it, it's made me like even more cautious of the type of people I engage with in relationships. It's like I've learned to pick up on red flags a little bit better. That's why I'm so quick to just drop a nigga because I've seen how it like pans out when you're hopeful that maybe this person is going to change. Maybe it's not going to be so bad. And it's like, nah, bro.
1: I have never cheated. Uh, shocking, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're such a thought, right? <laughs> the least thoughty, the least thoughtiest thought. Yeah. I've never cheated just because. I'm very much, I'm like a monogamous Mary. Like I really do fuck with monogamy. Like me and you go together real bad. I really like (laughs) you. It doesn't matter who else comes along and how attractive they are. I have made this commitment to you. And I actually don't find it that hard to be monogamous. I know for some people it's really a struggle, perhaps for polyamory, but that's a different conversation. In terms of being on the receiving end, I've been on the receiving end of a lot of fuckery right so it's not necessarily classic we are in a committed relationship and you cheat it's always like these little like gray area cheating where it's not quite clear we haven't quite said we're in a relationship but we're basically in a relationship but you're still doing some fuckery so then can i really be mad because we don't we not together i've been in situations where men have taken advantage of like this kind of gray area that exists i would say that's perhaps the most consistent pattern and then they They then get to say, well, like, I didn't cheat because we weren't together. I think most of my experience with, like, infidelity is men just doing fuckery in a way that they attempt to get an out. I ain't going to let you out. (laughs) You still going to own that shit. But it, it allows them to be able to kind of sliver or attempt to sliver by a little bit. That's kind of been my experience with infidelity is niggas doing fuckery on breaks, doing fuckery at the beginning stages when we haven't technically defined anything. Uh, keeping friends around I'm an advocate of no friends <laughs> I'm talking about women you used to fuck are not your friends I'm not even interested in the conversation anymore before I'd be like well let's talk about why Mm-mm. if you've had sex with somebody and they're your friend please return back to sender and by that oh, I mean oh. you you return back to wherever you came from because I, I can't do that no more not at my big age but yeah that's what my experience <laughs> what about you Asia
0: miss that me not together. Wild because we're not okay, so uh, we're, we're
1: actually friends do we have sex we do can I just say that's exactly why I don't do the friends thing you see how the kind of friends men be keeping that they used to sleep that's what I'm talking about that that's right the there. type of friends men right like that's to that's keep uh, but
0: if yeah. at some point in time he was to get into a monogamous relationship I will respect him that what makes you think he's gonna tell you right away well hey he's a cheater so I don't know if he's gonna tell me or not but if I came to why why would you engage in relations let me tell you if I can I'm not in a monogamous relationship with him he's my friend and he has a dick management issue okay and how are you assisting him in that it's not my damn job to assist him. Now, ethically, morally, if he is out here in a monogamous relationship, I will respect that and I will fall all the way back, and I won't expect. But I know I would
1: never. I know I would never know if he was in a monogamous relationship because he's a liar. I would
0: know because the Instagram. I would know because we have mutuals in common who could tell me. I, there are ways that I could know. Even if he didn't directly disclose that he was in a monogamous relationship, I could find out. And if I came to know that he was committed to someone, I would fall back and I will mind my business. But he's not committed to anyone and I'm not committed to anyone. We have a rapport, we have a chemistry, we're friends who sleep together.
1: Okay, girl. But I know
0: <laughs> that he's not a candidate. He's not a candidate for what I would want because I need honesty. I need somebody who can be honest with themselves so that they can be honest with me.
1: Are you I- honest with yourself right now? When you keep saying he's just your friend? He is. I have no aspirations
0: for a future with this man. So let me
1: ask, when's the last time y'all hung out and kicked it and it was there was no like sex or anything sexual involved? All right, proceed
0: that time we went out with his friends to have dinner that was like a year ago that was that was december. a year ago that, that was, was in december that was almost a year ago we're in september of the following we're year. literally three months away from december i don't see
1: I, but asia that wasn't my point i say that to say when i said well are you being honest with yourself and you're like what do you mean you're like he's my friend but the kind of friendship you have only exists when y'all look fucking like you don't y'all don't kick no. it y'all don't hang we out talk- y'all don't
0: we talk. We listen. Y'all set up dates. Y'all set up I'm times to hang out. Years old. I don't kick it with most of my friends regularly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I kick it with him infrequently. And in the infrequent times we see each other, do we sometimes sleep together? Yes, we do. Sometimes. Yeah, because I told you I went out with him in a bunch of noted That, that was started off this episode months ago. To because me. I see him infrequently. <laughs> I don't see him all the she time. Splander, but the fact that goodness. how many times since then have you seen him? What'd you say?
1: Five hundred forty-five thousand six hundred
0: days. Like three days. times. Okay, girl. Maybe four. Maybe five. I wanted to say that this is what's wrong with relationships. This expectation that you have to discard people because you at one point in time were in a committed relationship with them that didn't work out. This expectation that you cannot have sex with someone and have a Friendship. This standard for like monogamy and exclusivity. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just we don't actually truly believe it. It's not really attainable. And we try to manufacture it in these really bizarre ways. I think the fact that he and I still have the same connection that resulted in us wanting to be in a relationship in the first place it's still there despite the fact that it's become clear that he's really somebody i can be in a committed relationship with because he hasn't worked out some of these very key things that he needs to work out to be somebody's reliable partner He don't got those skills, but does that mean that he's not still the same person that I liked and connected with? No, he's most definitely still him. He's just not a candidate for somebody to build my life with. So I think that's the reality for a lot of these relationships and situationships. Am I gonna have a child with him? No. Am I gonna buy property with him? No. Am I gonna sign any contracts with him? No. But do he and I enjoy one another? absolutely. And when I was sick with COVID, was he checking in on me? Yes. If I needed him, would he be there? Yes, he has been. He's consistently shown up for me. So we maintain the bounds of that relationship, even though he not going to be my main thing. If what we mean when we say we're leaving, we're done, it's over, we mean that that's the end of you having exclusive primary access to me Mm -hmm. this is the end of you being considered as a primary partner someone I want to build my life with and build my life around Mm -hmm. that part is over then we can explicitly say that let's just be clear Mm -hmm. about what we're saying is broken with an infidelity and for me and him what was broken is this very specific thing he's not my person anymore But does he want to let me go? No. Do I want to let him go? No. But he can't have that coveted role of being my man anymore. I was just
1: going to say, given all that you've articulated about the difficulties of letting people go when you have these friendships, commitments, connections with them, I hope you can understand how it is more complex and nuanced when in addition to that, you do share property with them. You are in a marriage contract with them. They are the parent of your. It adds an, a different set of complexities in addition to the fact that like you still like them and you like kicking in with them and y'all are friends and y'all have great sex and the intimacy is great, <laughs> right? Well, nothing substantive already. changed.
0: They cheated and nothing changed. You still got the property. You still gonna lay up with them. You still laughing at their corny ass jokes. Everything is the same.
1: But how is that different from this, your situation? <laughs> The only difference is you get to say, well, he can't call himself my, my man, but like he still can have access to you. He can still take you out on dates. He, he still get the booty. His,
0: he cannot have the same
1: access to me.
0: Oh no, no, no. This man used to give meals. This man would get shoes. I used to actually spend my money on him. No, 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 no. But he still has the type of access to you that he desires. I don't think so, because he would love to come over here and be able to eat my food. And he would love to be able to look for a gift on Christmas or on his birthday. And he would love if I wasn't messing with other men and answering other men's phone calls while he was up over here. He would love if I didn't do that. But guess what? He know his role. He know his place. Since whatever makes you feel better. Whatever you whatever you say this it's
1: giving
0: it's it's a significant difference. It's just a financial difference. Y'all are still married. All of that is still locked in. There's no change and they cheated. That's an open relationship.
1: All right. Well, beat me, did you did you have anything else for our good sis Asia before we talk about some famous examples? so we want to talk about a couple of famous cases of couples where there has been infidelity and what each of these cases teaches us about infidelity so we can't do that without starting off with queen lemonade herself you know spawn an entire album that i would argue is one of the best albums mm-hmm. times but don't argue with me fight your mom fight your kids don't fight me i said mm-hmm. it. beyonce and jay-z so story goes, the Solange had the mop, 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 ming, ming Jay-Z in the elevator because Jay-Z was not acting in accordance. You know, Jay-Z was out here cheating on Beyonce. We don't know if it was one person, many people, if it was an affair, one-time thing. The fact that there was a whole album up about it and some of the things she said in the album suggests that it was giving a an fair. And it really demonstrates for us how. Anybody can get it. That's the other thing. Beyonce can do better than Jay-Z. There are other Absolutely. rich, wealthy men who are more than willing to court her, who are more powerful, have more money, et cetera. All them three kids in total, they will be just fine. There is no higher than Beyonce for Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. So given all that, he still have the audacity. What did you say, B, to me? The temerity? The unmitigated goal. Unmitigated goal. To cheat. Beyonce and Jay-Z teaches us that anybody can get it. don't cas.
0: last last. Now everybody go chop <laughs> breakfast. <child. laughs> Queen Via <B herself. sighs> Babe. She chop breakfast. Everybody, everybody should have left him because. First of all, you've been with him since you were a child. He was a grown-ass man courting a child. That's number one. That's part, part two. Yeah, I'm Not bad. the groomer. Part
1: uh, Beyonce two. I didn't say that. That was D to me in um Asia. This is in me. Hear the sound of my voice. I ain't saying none of this shit. I'm still coming to Rock Nation brunch. Part two.
0: Is that, listen, these men are cheating on y'all after being with y'all for these substantial lengths of time. This is not early in a relationship where you still don't know what it's gonna be. I could understand all that, you know, finagling y'all be doing if it's in the early stages. But for y'all people who've been with these people for decades, uh uh-uh. uh, you cheat after decades. Listen, first of all, you've been cheating. this ain't the first time. I don't oh. buy none of that. no, you've been emotionally <laughs> cheating, you've been out here lusting, you've been doing all of that stuff. you didn't just jump I'm up and decide that. to try new no 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 no. well I feel like you there know. was a lot of emotion behind ring the alarm so I Ooh. you know <laughs> ring the alarm I've been through this too long
1: and I'll be damned.
0: If I see, if I see that, another you know, chick yeah. on your arm, Ooh. see, look, I'm, I'm feeling like this has been happening That's for a, a while as it mm-hmm. pertains to Jay Z and Beyonce. That's why Solange had to, because <coughs> 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 I hate you. Jay-Z and Beyonce, they've, like, figured out one of, like, the perfect recipes, kind of like Jada mm. and Will, where they make money off of being together. Like, Offset and Cardi B are trying to do it, Rashida and Kirk, like, some of these other... Don't, don't add Rashida and Kirk. <laughs> Rashida and Kirk, that's because they the have caliber. all of these business <laughs> ventures. Well, I'm saying, like, they're trying to, they're trying to get on that level. Like, these people who, like, know that, we make more money and we have more no- together. So I feel like it's just one of those things with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like they're just at the point where they have so much money. They have so much shit together. Beyonce has their own shit. You know, Jay-Z has his own shit,
1: but together... They're they billionaires are, together. They're selling literally. out stadiums. They're like, what? Beyonce yeah. is a millionaire, multimillionaire. Jay-Z is a multimillionaire, but together... They're billionaire couple. They're they, they literally yeah. are a billionaire couple together. So this is not, even going back to the earlier conversation, this is not as simple as like, we just split in. They really got to have a conversation. What are we doing? Because this is a right. fucking empire at this point. Yeah. This is beyond a mirror. just a business venture. I don't know why you keep saying it's got to be a conversation. Every Nobody is breaking it's up clearly, and not talking. But you know you what I mean by conversation. What I mean I by know. that is, all right, sis you know what I mean I <laughs> you don't. know what I mean by conversation who's it? not
0: talking she don't want you to say conversation
1: because that's not Discussion. what it is I just oh child everybody Discussion. is having nobody but nobody. what I mean by that for Jay-Z and Beyonce is that it's more than just like a we don't like each other no more we're splitting this is an institution it's, it's an, an empire. I think empire employees. is a really good word for it. It's a fucking institution. It's it ain't no empire. just we we go on our separate ways, and you know you take the kids on Monday through Friday, and I have them all weekends. Ah, uh-uh. y'all motherfuckers got employees. I got other, companies from the y'all other y'all perspective
0: holdings. Both of them would be fine financially. Got it. They, but under, they but would be understand, Fine. There's all the business. So why isn't it easier? for them well, to walk away when both of them would be just fine. They have, they have like a lot of business ventures together as well. So that's like, something that two lawyers can sit in a room and well, go no, back it, and forth not about. A y'all don't even got to be there for the conversation. If it's just business
1: and money, y'all don't even got to be in a room. It's not that's just a-, a business ventures, Asia. Like remember that famous y'all Jay-Z line? Y'all business I'm, ventures. I'm about to name something else, but you're not letting me. So remember in Excuse Me Miss when Jay-Z said who else you gonna run with? The truth is us. Only dudes moving units juice and him juicing us. I think that's part of it. Where the fuck does Jay-Z go if he splits from Beyonce? Where does a Beyonce go if she splits from Jay-Z? Yes, there are men who have more power, more money, but like they're not that many other Jay-Zs. What I mean by that is like his social profile, what he means to the culture, community, et cetera. So there's that. There's also that these two people might actually like each other. There's also, they got 511 kids together.
0: The standard of monogamy that you gotta be with somebody in order to be seen as a successful human being, not a successful singer, not a successful performer, not a successful person, but to be fully human, you gotta be partnered, or people don't even see you as being a full functional adult. And this is, is that the why tier- not say Yes. I don't think no, so. but this is what you're describing because it's not unique to these people. This is a phenomenon where human beings will stay in relationships that are horrific, despite the fact that economically, in terms of like all of these other needs that they may have, emotional needs, sexual needs, they may be able to get these needs met elsewhere or without a partner, they still feel compelled that they gotta be with somebody because of this standard that you must be monogamous. You must be in a union. You must be partnered. You must be paired in order to be a full person. That is where all of these bizarre ideas come from about whether I'm going to stay or whether I'm going to leave, all these qualifications, all of this finagling, all of this negotiating, all of these conversations that people feel like have to happen That's all the tyranny of monogamy. There's nothing to be discussed. You cheated. I'm done. I'm out. Period. You don't get to access me in the same ways no more that you used to because you broke. One thing we said to each other we weren't going to do, you didn't do it. And for me, that still don't even got to be cheating. When I met you, you wasn't a serial murderer. Motherfucker, if you start serial murdering,
1: I'm out. Not serial murdering. When I met you, when I met (laughs) you, not this Asia.
0: I'm serious. If you got any characteristics you didn't have back when I said that you and me could be for us in purpose, I don't believe it is sickness and poor and richer and health and all of that. If you listen, if you
1: no, 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 I'm not actually. So, Asia, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying I'm not what saying I find. This is what
0: you're saying. This is just what I'm saying right now. And I know, but I hear what you're
1: saying, but I feel like your actions don't match this. I'm literally living it
0: like that man yeah. and me are not it, where we were and we you're we not where you be. were
1: but you're still together
0: we're not together we are not together you're not apart of, no we're not apart that's correct
1: but I don't think so that it's like I'm changing the access you have to me but I'm still giving you a shit ton of access to me and we're shit still mem- is a very we're interesting we're still mem- mem- I mean, we're still mimicking very being partnered. Yeah, this
0: doesn't look like a part. No, the way things were between he and I, we were the couple that went and got our nails and feet done together. We don't do that kind of stuff together anymore. Do we have a kiki? Do we have a drink? Do we have an orgasm?
1: Yes. But we're not the same manner. I just of- don't understand how you could be so staunchly opposed to people who experience what you experience and still go get manicure pedicures together. Like why? Like I get it. It's different. But I'm not opposed but like-
0: to that. I'm just saying if uh-huh. you, if nothing is going to change after that person cheats, then you are in an open relationship and you should just say that. I just okay know. and the reason y'all won't say that is because y'all believe that you're not a full human being if you are not partnered. So you got to do all of this finagling, right? You got to do all I of this negotiating. That's like a
1: gross oversimplification. I really do. I don't think that's the I don't people I don't think people solely stay in relationships where someone has been unfaithful because they don't feel like a full person if they're not partnered. I think that people get a variety of things out of being. I mean, because the reality is, I hate to keep bringing this back to you, but why does this person have access to you at all? This mm-hmm. person has access to me because we had a connection above and beyond our
0: agreement to be a monogamous with each other.
1: He yeah, broke but this our agreement, violated your trust, mm-hmm. and this person violated my trust. Did not yes. treat you well, but Did you're not still treat you well to remain in connection with them.
0: There are so many people in my life who don't treat me well. And I have different manners of relationships with them, maybe because they're my relative or maybe they're not my relative. There's somebody mm-hmm. that I have to deal with repeatedly. But you but don't have. Don't... So the difference is you don't have to deal with. For one reason or another, I continue to deal with them despite the fact that they're not perfect. So I don't have this requirement that everybody has to be exactly who I want them to be in order for me to have anything to do with them. No, I realize people are going to fall short in one way or another, and that's going to determine the kind of relationship we can have. And I'm just saying that a lot of the times we don't want to use the real language to describe the kind of relationship we're out here having because we don't
1: like we don't want to be affiliated or associated with this idea. Not being a, I am really just think it's an open relationship. It's just not like by definition, right? Like, by definition, it literally is. Y'all are not, not. though. The definition of an open relationship is two people agreeing to have intimate relationships. With and other you're not people. leaving after that person cheated. What do you call that? That not an agreement. But it's you agree to stay. I feel like it's a reach. It's not an agreement. You agreed to stay. You're not leaving. Yeah, but agreeing you're, to, you're to stay not is anywhere. not the same thing, Asia. Now you might change your mind no, wait a minute. About, no no i'm not saying that i'm saying agreeing to stay is not the same thing as agreeing to be intimate with other people it's just not
0: it's literally you saying i'm gonna stay and be, be in this dynamic with you though you broke the term the agreement that we both stipulated we're not going to be with other people you said i'm not going to be with anybody you're not going to be with anybody else
1: and then you were,
0: and then the dynamic is the same.
1: Like yeah, what those things are all true, but it doesn't make an open relationship. And you just don't like the word open relationship, and no, that's, that's my right. point. I'm fine. I think that's have the tyranny of monogamy. I think you're reaching, Asia. I really do. <laughs> like I, I have no investment in this, but just as an outsider, it feels like this is a reach. W- reaching for what though? Infidelity because- is not the same thing as an open relationship. But listen, it's not only infidelity. The infidelity happened. It's the fact that you stayed and nothing changed.
0: And you stayed and nothing changed. That it's not
1: just no, the infidelity. It's not. It's I, not just, I just don't agree. I'm not going to agree. Reason reason agree. I don't agree. I don't agree because words mean things, and that's not what an open relationship There's means. A reason, that's y'all. it.
0: There's a reason why we don't like to be in open relationships, even though we are. I don't think I'm so.
1: But okay, um, so let's talk. Vita did you want to add something to the Beyonce and Jay-Z kerfuffle <laughs> before we talk about your faves? <laughs> I know you, you got a lot to say about Kirk and Rashida because I didn't know he had more than one break, baby. Yeah. What happened when cheating resolved in a break baby? Mm-hmm.
0: Who had more than one break baby? Well, I don't know if... I think Kirk had two break babies, I think. Because I remember there was one when I was watching earlier, a few years ago, where he had got her... Like, he had this baby with this girl, got her this whole apartment and all this other stuff and had kept it from Rashida. And then I was recently, like, re-watching, you know, some, like, a few seasons back. There was
1: another whole issue where he had like the same thing except he did me this is breaking news kirk and rashida have split are you serious mm-hmm. this article from two days ago let me oh i'm lying oh girl. my god <laughs> this article from 2020 they back together oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was about to say i
0: was <laughs> like bro what girl we thought rashida
1: Rashida's still there. Oh, rashida is never
0: going anywhere her could cheat 12 more times and she not going nowhere. And she will never, ever acknowledge she's in an open relationship. She, she is in hold... an open relationship, though. Oh, now you understand what I'm talking about
1: when it's Kirk and Rashida
0: now yeah, you understand she what I'm talking about
1: she's cheating on Rashida and Rashida is going to stay. So is it the number of times the time cheating occurs for you does it have to be
0: gratuitous cheating in order for it to be an open relationship for you like at what um, point in time are you
1: willing to acknowledge that these people are in open relationships at the point in time where it's more than one instance of infidelity so it's the number of times okay well I don't give a damn about how oh, many no, times I think is. so I think we understand that this issue is a little bit more complex than just like did you cheat once or did like. Like, it, it. we understand the difference between someone who's cheated and someone who's a cheater, right? Mm. Just because someone lies about one thing doesn't mean that they are a liar. Mm. We generally recognize there are differences in, like, specific incidents and, and things people do and, like, a general pattern of behavior. And so Rashida's in an open relationship because when Wabita Me tells us, Kirk gets the, to run them up. Okay, so Rashida in an open relationship, even though she's yeah, married. I don't think this
0: contradicts Been married my for 20 situation. plus years, man has had two outside kids, she or one or two. Out. We don't know if it's two or not. We speculate. But this is an open relationship, in your view.
1: This is, I honestly, you, to, I, you agree with me.
0: Because this scenario kinda, is let me, no let me say different.
1: This, Asia, let me say this, kind of to satisfy your argument, but I wouldn't, if I was being genuine, I actually wouldn't call this an open relationship. I would say this is toxic relationship where one person's mm-hmm. being exploited. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's an open relationship. How is she being exploited? I mean, She's Kirk and Rashida are, are are also, this is an interesting dynamic. Kirk has been with Rashida since she was a teenager and he was a grown adult. He was, in fact, her guardian. I, I when they first that. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. These things are complex. This is an instance of someone being emotionally abused and exploited, and they have been since they were a teenager. I don't think a, an open relationship implies some form of consent. One, these two people have to be consenting. If consent Consent can look staying a lot is different con- ways. So, we're saying staying is consent? Wait a so minute. So, if somebody is physically abusive and the person stays, hey, no, it no, no, mean no, they're no, no. That that's not
0: like a universal application you could apply to everything. Oh, just for cheating. I'm being very mm-hmm. specific. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, staying isn't con- consenting to everything, but it is consenting to the fact that this person has broken the commitment the two of you had to monogamy. The monogamy Mm -hmm. is gone. I don't believe that monogamy is like this. Oh, we're monogamous today. We're monogamous tomorrow. We're monogamous next week. We're monogamous last year. Today I'm not monogamous, but we're monogamous tomorrow. Um, We're monogamous three Mm -hmm. months from now though. We're not monogamous today, but we're monogamous a year from now. People like to play these temporal games People play games with when the monogamy is happening. And that's what I'm talking about. These games people want to play have everything to do with wanting to maintain the image, wanting to maintain the label, the title of being in a monogamous committed relationship with people who are having emotional affairs, who are having actual sexual intercourse with other people, people who may have done it once or countless times, the reality is that they don't feel comfortable with saying, look, at some point in time, my person may cheat. I'm not going nowhere when that's really the reality of the situation. And they'll say, I'm staying, but this isn't an open dynamic. Now, listen, I can understand people reestablishing that commitment. People saying, hey, you know what? this person, they know that I don't agree with the cheating. They know that it can't persist any more past this point. We're going to be together without all of that. I'm not calling that an open relationship. I'm saying that if that person cheat and you stay and nothing change, you in an open relationship. Now, I don't know how many people would really disagree with that. I know a lot of people are not comfortable calling it that. But, but the reason they're different. not
1: comfortable. So that, that the it's thing different. You it's what before, I've been saying the whole this, time. Hold on. The thing you but, just said before that is a little bit different. It's than not. What it's what up. I've been saying the whole time. You never mentioned this piece about, but we can reestablish. This is decided. the
0: thing I've been trying to say this the entire time whereas you feel i've been interrupting you you've literally go back and listen to this episode you've literally been interrupting me and you haven't really allowed because i've been saying things that were triggering for you and you're like no 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 no, wait a minute i need to say this i need to say nah, this you i need to say i'm doing that you're
1: projecting a lot of stuff onto me but i uh, yeah you stop giving you, yeah, totally you speak, Like movie. even how you started out the episode, like Zimmy is saying, like, I can say what I mean. I haven't said any of that. Like I've been really clear about what it's I've been getting saying. getting spicy. Like, I don't like that. Don't do that. Don't say you're triggering me. To sh- it's just like, don't do that. Either.
0: Because you were literally interrupting me as I was speaking several times, like several times.
1: Okay. And I'm just
0: like, well, let me say what I'm saying. But I understand what I'm saying is very triggering. And the reason it is uncomfortable for people, the reason it's uncomfortable is because we really don't like to understand our committed monogamous relationships in these terms. Right. We don't like to think about the fallibility of monogamy, how often we're all out here failing monogamy left and right we're all out here failing it it's not working out for any of us but these that's why i wanted to drive the polyamory people cuz they think they're coming up with something and they really not they just saying what's always been true
1: yeah i i just don't agree i've heard the argument i just you don't, I don't agree. agree but beat me there's been comment, several times she agreed with me beat me you've no, been sitting I...
0: here there have been several times where she literally acknowledged mean, Am I
1: tripping? I think I've been pretty clear. I've oh always God. said, I think referring to a relationship where infidelity has happened as an open relationship is a reach. I think it's a flawed argument. But was right? that what I was saying? No. No, it wasn't. That is the argument you made numerous times until the last time where you added in this no, thing about how I was people. getting interrupted. Okay. So do we want to talk about any more examples like Cardi B and Offset?
0: Yeah, I think we can like run through them really quickly. So okay. Cardi B and Offset, we just brought those up because, yo, public embarrassment. So I feel like that was a pretty good example of what happens in these like really public relationships sometimes. But it's embarrassing because we kind of saw a little bit because Cardi B was such like a big reality star. So she, she wasn't able to have as much privacy as like, a Beyonce or like a Will Smith and Jada. And then Sierra and that man, Future. Girl, we just gonna call him that man. We was not
1: child.
0: <laughs> like, I don't even understand. Why did we bring him up again?
1: Yeah, with Sierra and Future, we were talking about what happens when people leave relationships oh, okay. like when they're cheated on. But with Cardi B and Offset, when I was thinking about public embarrassment, actually, I was thinking about something a little bit different. I think that one of the reasons that people do the whole performance of I'm leaving girl is because of like the public shame and embarrassment that comes with your partner being unfaithful. I think people would tamper down on the language and or stay if it wasn't like a public spectacle that came with embarrassment. It's kind of like the reason why you'll be talking to like your great uncle or great aunt and, you know, they'll tell you this story about how their partner cheated on them and they were able to work through it. Part of it is that like there wasn't the public eye. You don't just have to be a public figure. It could be anything. It could be a man cheats and people find out through Facebook. I think that other people knowing adds like this other layer of complexity where people don't really get to work out internally how they feel about the situation because they're mm-hmm. also partly having to work through you know being embarrassed down by their partner and i think that makes it even more difficult like it adds this other layer to how people make decisions after they're cheating on so that's what i was thinking about with sierra and future it's just like what happens when people leave I'm
0: so happy that she found her man, her man, her man, her man, and love it up. And then Jada and Will, of course. I don't really know what's going on with their relationship, to be so real with you. There's so many rumors and stuff going around. Well, they say
1: there's never been infidelity in their marriage, which is a way of saying it it ain't cheating because it's open because we know about it. So I feel like I'm definitely more on that
0: route of believing that they're in like an open relationship. And why are you laughing, Asia? They would disagree with you. They would vehemently yeah, disagree with
1: that. you. They're interesting because they talk around it so much. We don't lie to each other. We're very open. We're life partners. There's never been infidelity. So it's like, I don't understand why they're so hesitant to just be like, it's, I mean, we already call it an open relationship, it's right? Just tyranny. call it what we all calling it, and nobody it's cares.
0: The tyranny of monogamy.
1: Well, they don't be claiming monogamy either, though.
0: But hey, even if you don't claim monogamy, there's still pressure on you to perform monogamy, mm-hmm. which is why these polyamorous people go on about their primary partner. I'm a primary partner. Not too mm-hmm. much on the polyamorous people. I'm primary. Here's the thing: like ridiculous. Amy, are you polyamorous? I'm exploring the idea. Ooh. Well, don't go around talking about no primary partners because that shit is ridiculous. I think that. And I'm still a baby in it, but I think Not a baby that, polyamorous, a a baby polyamorous. I think <laughs> that it's important to have a primary partner. Here we go, because there's so many people that like you meet and that you engage with. There is something really nice about having somebody who you know is always going to be there as you're kind of like figuring things out. Because this primary partner tends to be the person that you probably have really deep discussions about the way that you want your relationships to work out. They're the person who you really do have this like deep connection with who like understands exactly what it is that you want and how it is that you want to move. And they are down because either it's also something that they're doing or they support you or maybe it's a little bit of both. And there is something that is very nice about that because there's a lot of people who say that they wanna be polyamorous and they say they're Mm -hmm. okay with people who are polyamorous, but they're not really. And that like brings a lot of stuff too. It's like having like a really good friend that you can talk to about certain things. That's the way that I see it still, like right now. I do understand though how the whole thing about having a primary partner can Mm -hmm. also be. People kind of trying to like hold on to monogamy a little bit. I see that as well, but I feel like a majority of the time that's probably not what's happening.
1: Mm. So, Aisha, I don't get it. What's your beef with people who want to be polyamorous and have primary partners? Is it polyamory generally, or is it the kind of people who also talk about or have a primary partner? Like, what bothers you about polyamory?
0: Polyamory purports itself to be an ethical intervention on the ways in which we're all out here failing monogamy. So I'm not a cheater because I told you in advance that I wanted to be with multiple people in addition to you there was full disclosure and you decided to sleep with me polyamory is not a replacement for cheating though i didn't call it a replacement for cheating i said it was an ethical intervention on all the ways in which we're all out here failing monogamy so monogamy was always a farce so for polyamory to come in it's only doubling down on the farce is what i'm saying it's a double down on the farce But I think it's important to kind of understand that polyamory is not making the ethical interventions that we actually need and want to see. It's not. It's making this one intervention. And that's on this element of are you failing monogamy? Are you consistent with monogamy? Where are you consistent with monogamy and where aren't you? There are so many other elements of relationships that are totally unethical many other elements of relationships that are totally unethical like the burden shifting for reproductive responsibility or the cost of sex or the consequences of sex above and beyond reproduction by the way polyamory for me performing it as somebody who's who shows up as femme does not mean the same thing as the way masculine of center people get to show up talking about their polyamory i'm Uh still the hoe have we intervened on hold no So we still have to have all of these other conversations in depth. And now I got all these cishet men running around here telling me they're polyamorous when they're still unethical as fuck. And that is something that I've got to have a whole other intervention, a whole other conversation when polyamory was supposed to be that. And it's just not. So anyway, the last thing I want to say is that this thing about having primary partners. Now, what does that do to me as someone who's possibly giving you Time, effort, attention, my body, space within my mind, my being. I'm giving you all of these things, but you're calling this other person primary. What the fuck does that do to me as this person who's in your life giving and giving and giving? Is there any point in time where I get to motherfucking be primary? What about these ideas about primacy? Going to a person who's quote unquote been around longer. What about people who have actually shown up and put in a tremendous amount of work? The best way to describe it is are these people who are in couples trying to date me? These people sit comfortably in their union and they want me to come while they both sit and evaluate me, right? As somebody who they may or may not want to be involved with. I've got to please two people. I've got to like, nobody is really even like understanding what it's like to be this person coming into a dynamic that's already established between two people. It's not that different than when you're the new friend and these two people have already been friends for years. How you're kind of feeling like, well, how do I fit into this dynamic? How do I make room? How do I make space for myself? How do I align? How do I not align? And all of this, you're still having to deal with that very much on your own. So if we're talking about ethics and dynamics and relationships, if we're talking about addressing all of these issues and concerns that comes up, there's a whole list of them that don't ever come up because we're already calling it ethical. But wait a minute, what about all these lapses in equity? What about all of these lapses and people feeling safe and comfortable and secure. So that's my point about polyamory. There's just a lot of lapses that we don't get to. We stay focused on this one thing, which is I'm telling you when I'm sleeping with somebody else. I'm telling you when I'm partnering or developing a bond with somebody else, but that's not adequate. There's so many other areas where there's lapses in ethics in relationships. I know that When it comes to people who engage in, like, polyamorous relationships, one is not necessarily interested in being the primary partner. Like, there's a lot of people who they're okay with playing a certain role, which is, I think, what becomes interesting about getting into those types of relationships and seeing the positions and the places that people put themselves because they have the ability to decide how do we want this relationship to go in terms of I still get to have my independence and do my own thing. You still get to have your independence and do your own thing, but we can still have this really special thing that we have together. When you're with that partner, you're not thinking about your primary partner. I feel like there's a misconception about and an assumption of like hierarchy sometimes. Mm. It's it's not more so like this person is so much more important and this person has primacy over all my other partners. It's more so that I have like a legitimately different relationship with this person as I have a different relationship with everybody else. But this is the person who I know that no matter what happens, I know that this person is always going to be my partner, which is what I'm saying about a lot of people think that they want to be in polyamorous relationships, which makes it hard for people who are legitimately interested to be able to have those relationships where they get to have multiple partners where shit doesn't get weird and things don't go left. It's like having a primary partner almost becomes a safety net because I don't know what your intentions are to some degrees, but I have this legitimate relationship with this person and me having a legitimate relationship with you is not going to impede and it's not supposed to be in competition with it. I think part of what you're talking about with the chokehold that Monogamy has us in informs the, the perspective that you gave Asia with the feeling of like competition, the feeling of when, when do I get to be the primary. It's not supposed to be like that. It's, mm, there's a lot of like freedom. There's ability to define for yourself how you want a relationship to look like. And I think that scares some people and it can make people feel like there's still some type of rules that they have to adhere to when that's really not the case. It's
1: just all too complicated for me. I'm not gonna hold you. I can't get down with this idea that I'm in a relationship with someone and they have a primary partner. And I also can't get down with being a primary partner while you have relationships with other people. So all around, know. it's a no for me, but I don't knock it for other people. I will say the one part that Asia touched on that did strike a chord was this idea of who gets to be the hoe. And to me, polyamory, one of the questions I always have is the same question I have for open relationships. When people will be like, we're in an open relationship. And the woman will be like, I get to date other women. He also gets, gets to date other women. But girl, you like dick too. How come you don't get that? There does seem to be some aspects of open relations and polyamory that are really restrictive based on gender. I don't hear people talk about that much. Women are expected to act out polyamory in very specific ways, in the same ways that women are expected to behave a certain way in an open relationship. Unwritten rules about like who you can be open with if you're a woman in an open relationship is typically other women. Even though you're a woman who's attracted to both women and men, There usually tends to be like some kind of restriction. And it's the same thing for polyamory. I find that sometimes these polyamorous dynamics, there's still these like interesting gender things that happen where as a woman, this is my main partner and I get to have other partners. Well, a lot of my other partners, again, are not other men. There, there's a lot there. Honestly, what Polly Emery gives me sometimes, and I know this is the oversimplification, is I really want to build a life with this person and get to fuck other people. Lol. But you know, if you
0: wanted to do that, yeah, you I could kick just it with them in, and I
1: spend time. You could just be in an open relationship. Because
0: polyamory is like, it's not just that I'm fucking other people. It's like I'm legitimately like building relationships with other people.
1: Can I ask this, if you're building a legitimate relationship, how is it that there's still this restriction on the on the building of relationship where it's like we could build a relationship, but the relationship you build with me will never... The equivalent to what I have with my primary partner. That's not what I'm saying, right? Like
0: I'm not saying that you can never get to a point where you meet somebody else and you build a relationship with them. That doesn't then become equivalent to the one that you have with your primary partner. It just so happens that if you do have a primary partner, that's just the person that at the moment, this is who I have all these extra securities, all these other things. And there's a lot of reasons why like people pick people to be their primary partners it can be so many different reasons I feel like it's never really just one thing or the other which is part of what I'm saying about there's not like a lot of rules around the way that you get to set up and you get to engage with people because you're never gonna have the same relationship with you know two people can I just say this though this is my issue with polyamory (laughs) I feel like it would be more ethical to be honest about the fact that there are 24 hours in a day. Eight of those, you're working your full-time job. Hopefully, the other eight, you're sleeping. That's already 16 hours. You have eight hours left to do anything else you need to do to be a functional Adult. Hopefully, you're getting some therapy. Hopefully, you're doing some community service. Hopefully, you're going to go get your facials, keep your hands and feet right. Hopefully, you're taking good care of yourself. Hopefully, you're doing enrichment activities like reading a book, watching a documentary, etc. etc. Now, you can enjoy some of those activities with another person, but the reality of the situation is that those hours that you can spend given to another person are minimal. Now that's to one other person. As you continue to add people, that time gets truncated and truncated and trunking the quality of that time is obviously going to depend on how well you know the person the kind of bond and connection y'all have the content of y'all conversations which is of course a direct function of how long you've known them how long you've been building with them <laughs> these are the restrictions on the polyamory fantasy i want to talk about the restrictions the fantasy child No, everybody doesn't have the same needs, Asia. Like, see, I know like us, we can talk about like the type of attention that we require and the type of things that we need from our partners. But that's us as three people. Everybody does not have the same needs. If you're engaging with people who regularly engage in polyamorous lifestyles, there's an understanding of when you're with different partners. That's why like, it's so good for you to continue to have like open communications with all the people that you're engaging with. I hear you, but it's like, if you're doing this and this is really what you want to do with yourself and you, you know, place yourself in a certain role within somebody's like rotation, all these things that you're bringing up are like obsolete, Asia. Yeah, see, you sound like one of them polyamory acolytes who just really don't want to acknowledge. Is that what, I'm, is that what it's called, an acolyte? You just sound Shout like one of these indoctrinated acolyte. polyamorous people. Shout out to who- me being an acolyte. Y'all just don't want to acknowledge the limitations that are real on human relationships under capitalism, under all of these kinds of social structures. No, I think those things exist. I don't disagree under with Under gendered, either. like restrictions on sexual expression like there are real limitations on who gets to live these fantasies and polyamory works a fuck ton a lot better for extraordinarily wealthy people who don't work eight hours it works a hell of a lot better for men who get to sleep with who the fuck they want to sleep with anyway it works better for certain people than other people and that's got to be explicitly said absolutely i don't disagree with you because that's one of the things that I've ran into, like, in terms of fatigue. I've had moments where I'm like, oof, like, this is a lot. And I think that happens, too, when I have a lot of stuff going on myself, mm-hmm. where, like, there's things that, you know, I got going on. I don't disagree that though there's limitations and that those things exist. I'm just saying that, you know, these are the realities of people who do engage in polyamorous relationships, despite mm-hmm. Asia trying to hate.
1: There was one more couple we were going to talk about, and that was Aniko and Kevin Hart. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about cheating when there is a power imbalance in a relationship, a striking power imbalance like that, which we see between, you know, Kevin Hart. I'm not sure what Aniko does, but I feel like Aniko <sighs> doesn't. No, that wasn't shade. I really don't. Was Aniko like famous or something before? I don't think was making like a shit ton of money before Kevin Hart. I don't know that she has pulled an Naisha Curry and, you know, got you know, business on top of business lined up. I don't know that that's what she's doing. I could be wrong. Please correct me if I am. But there is this really glaring financial imbalance, which leads to a power imbalance. And what happens when you're a woman being cheated on and you are not in a financial position to exit? Like Beyonce could have been out. Cardi B could have been out. Sierra dipped. Jada got her own shit. You know, even to a great extent, a lot of Kirk's fame is because of Rashida, right? Rashida, it was the star and still probably is the more well-known figure of the relationship. So these women at least possess, like, the financial resources to exit at any point in time. Why they choose not to, we've been debating, you know, for the last hour plus. But with a woman like Aniko, it is really interesting because, like, I remember Kevin Hart cheating on her when she was pregnant. I don't, with the first baby, maybe? I don't remember which pregnancy. You know, there was all this talk about, like, leave him, girl, leave him. And I distinctly remember thinking, like, where the fuck is Aniko going? Her. Kevin Hart cheated on his wife with his previous <sighs> wife and
0: these this is what I'm talking so about she was the side chick. so where is she she there's already a power imbalance there she was the side chick
1: but also this is what I mean about like just because you cheat doesn't make you a cheat like Kevin Hart's a cheater we know that, right? There's a pattern of behavior that extended from one marriage, multiple times, to the new marriage, probably multiple times, been caught publicly once. So at this point, we can make, we can draw some conclusions about mm. Aniko and you know what she's willing to, why she's staying, given that like we know he's gonna keep cheating on her, right? Because th- that's just who he is, right? Mm. That's what he has access to. That's how he chooses to conduct himself. But where the fuck does Aniko go? <laughs> <laughs> there is this interesting thing that happens in these power imbalance relationships that I think that they're like a really great example of, and that's why I just wanted to touch on them real quick because the Kevin Hart and Nico story is the fascinating one. Nico was like he's le- he's he's leveled up with me because I'm the biracial girl. It's like, girl, he gonna dog you the same way he did his chocolate wife, right? His starter wife, who's also a beautiful woman. I think that Aniko had convinced herself that he was cheating on Tori because Tori is Tori. And God damn it, I'm half black and Asian Nico. My outcome's gonna be different. It's like, mm-hmm. no sis, no. And now suggest- you're in this fucked up predicament where you don't have the financial resources. You're not gonna have access to the same things that you have access to by staying married to. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that for a lot of women, that's part of the calculation of like, why cheating isn't a deal breaker. So that's that was my little little two cents about Aniko and Kevin. I just feel like early
0: on in the pregnancy,
1: least likely to leave, least likely to walk away.
0: Pregnant Mm. with a child, but also pregnant with possibilities. And then the other thing too, pregnant women absorb a lot onto themselves. Oh, I'm pregnant. I don't look how I used to look. Oh, I'm pregnant. I'm tired. Mm. So I'm not giving him what I was giving him. Oh, I'm pregnant. So... You know, maybe I'm, I'm not well, your different health conditions come up. So you become preoccupied with your well-being in more ways than one. So I feel like there's a thousand and one reasons why you're more likely to make an excuse for infidelity during that Mm. time. And many women do. And I think this is why so many men cheat during this phase, during this period of time. Not unusual at all for a man to cheat during a woman's pregnancy. And it's because they can kind of suss out the lay of the land. There's a million and one reasons she can give herself why my cheating is okay right now. Mm. And this is the other thing too. The people who are out here doing the cheating are not dumb. They're sitting back calculating Can I cheat right now? If I cheated right now, what's the worst thing that would happen? What are the worst consequences I would face if I cheated right now as opposed to a year ago, 10 years ago? People cheaters are sitting back calculating. But the fallout is going to be as a result of their indiscretion. It's not all willy-nilly mm-hmm. the way that we may imagine. I feel like these calculations we're doing about when we won't leave are the same calculations cheaters are doing about when you mm-hmm. might leave and are making mm-hmm. calculated strategic decisions about the cheating in that same Way, that's what I'm sitting back thinking about as I'm reflecting on the Enrico and Kevin dynamic. I'm like, okay, the financial imbalance, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Cheating abounds, right, with the financial imbalance. Also, the prominence of the relationship, right? The bigger you get in your in your success in your career, the more prominent you are as a stable, solid person due to your solid, stable relationship with another person. So. Again, I think that monogamy is its own monster. It's terrorizing the shit out of all of us, even the people who think they want it, even the people who think that it's like giving. (laughs) It's not giving, (laughs) it's making you miserable and you still can't leave it alone.
1: But it's not making everyone miserable. Anyway, this is Asia's theory. I think monogamy is fine for those who want to be monogamous. Everybody is not for the non monogamy street. Some of us are tired. Look at me, I'm exhausted. So, with that said, it's time for Ain't I Doing It? It's the segment where we big up, big up mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. woman or not man. Or on a rare occasion, a man. I don't think we've ever had a I doing it. No,
0: that <laughs> Let's it will keep it never that way. be
1: a man. <laughs> Let's keep <it> that way. <laughs> so this week's episode of Ain't I Doing It? When we're talking about the politics of infidelity, good sis Sierra is one of the queens who did the damn thing and the reason why sierra is our queen of the day for ain't i doing it is because sierra was with that man a lot of women who came before her and during her and after her have stayed and sierra you know said absolutely not i'm gonna pack up my bag and take my baby and we gonna be out i'm not having any of this fuckery you made this commitment you said you were gonna do this thing you've now broken this commitment and i i, I know you didn't think i was gonna go but i'm leaving i'm getting on sierra not only did that but then she went and found herself a man who literally has put her up in a castle like she's a princess in the sky sierra (laughs) i know she came up with a song leveled up but like sierra legit leveled the fuck up sierra showed what life after infidelity could and should look like she went and got her a man that was finer more muscular (laughs) richer (laughs) loves god the way she does I love God. Wanted a family. I love God. You know, a, 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 what I'm they chill. call a good man, Savannah. See, everyone a good black man. Good man. Okay. And he's hella paid, hella paid. This, every time I turn on the TV, he's signing some new. Multi three four hundred million dollar deal to some NFL team, Mm -hmm. and you know Sierra really went out here and said the Good Lord's prayer, found herself a good man, wrestled him and bought that girl her master. Sierra just be out here making music; she don't give a fuck who buy it or who don't. Sierra is literally just living her best life, and so for that, we fucking commend you to for showing life after infidelity. With that said, we we learned a lot of things today. We learned that Asia thinks. Cheating she equates an open relationship. We learned That's that she, not what I said! She, she, literally what she said. We learned that she's staunchly literally against I polyamory. I I'm not against one. polyamory. I have critiques of polyamory. We learned that Asia That's thinks that monogamy case. has us all in a chokehold. That's the first part she agreed with, uh, even though the other ones were accurate as well. Not mm-hmm. accurate. And we learned that Asia, our good sis, is going to have to practice what she te- preaches because literally the toxic country. x is not given what it's supposed to give. it's not giving x heavy on the x yeah it's giving my current
0: situation ship. it's giving we I'm go together man. real bad yeah we do real not go bad. together
1: with that said we are done please subscribe and leave a com- review look at me I like i'm on youtube subscribe leave a comment Send us the email. Be to me or Asia will read it. I won't. Um, I just want to
0: say, the way I've been maligned during this podcast, y'all, I'm going to have to reconsider my options. I've been approached to join some other podcast endeavors, y'all. We'll see if there'll be another episode. No, we're, we're not to see. This no, was... she
1: ain't even approached with nothing she liked. We'll hey, see. Well, She's I just want to say me. I have a bowl of pho waiting for me that I'm really excited about. A bowl of what? Pho. Uh, oh. Okay, I did yeah. first time well on that note it's the AI i Woman podcast it's East follow East. us on Instagram purr
0: A-I-A-W underscore podcast
1: big purr check us out yeah. Loaded coochie police LCP gang <laughs> gang 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 gang. <laughs> gang 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 gang. When did loaded coochie police become a thing? What is that? We, we are part of, of the loaded coochie police. Y'all we are part of the I loaded y'all. coochie
0: police. Loaded
1: yeah. We not gonna tell them what that means, for LCP. You too can so be a part cool. of the LCP. Loaded
0: coochie police. Bye. Bye.